Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 29. I'm Connor Murphy out here on the wet coast with Grace Matthews in the heart of the old U.S. of A, Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. Hi, how are you doing? Good. Did you have a good weekend? I had a pretty good weekend. I mean, it was cold and rainy, but I'm, I'm getting that kitchen is pretty much done. I'm getting the handles on my cabinets and... I can actually see my stove and use it, so that makes me very happy. Yeah, I can imagine being a, a cook and baker and all, doing all those things. You must have been in serious withdrawal the last little while. Oh, my gosh, I have been. I have been, but um, getting back to some sort of normalcy, so that's good. Yeah, that's there's good. lots of uh, news over the weekend, that's for sure. Yeah, and there is some... Very disturbing news. We do keep revisiting this idea of sexual abuse in the workplace. And we're not talking about us ordinary people. We're talking about high-powered people in high-powered positions. Bill O'Reilly, apparently, before Fox gave him a $100 million contract back in March, he had settled personally outside of Fox, a $32 million sexual harassment suit with Lee Sweel. Yeah. yeah. Lee Sweel, just to give a little background here, Lee Sweel hosted a segment on O'Reilly's show for a long time called Is It Legal? Uh, Lee is a lawyer, a legal analyst, a mystery writer, and law professor. She's also a radio broadcaster. She graduated from Harvard Law School. She has 17 books. I believe all of them have made the bestseller list. Mm -hmm. She was once married to high-profile um, Skakel attorney, Mickey Sherman. Their relationship ended in a divorce about the time he was sent to prison for tax evasion. Uh, Lee Wheel's dad, Dick Wheel, was an FBI agent. And on at least one occasion, I heard her say that him and O'Reilly had spoken often in reference to his knowledge, you know, about the FBI and criminals. So he was a source that O'Reilly used for projects and some of his writing. She also did a suggestive segment on Don Imus's radio show with his wife, Deidre Imus. It was called Blonde on Blonde, and it was very suggestive. She also acted as Bill O'Reilly's attorney. <laughs> so that makes this just, the levels of bizarre are just amazing here. She endured this for 15 years. And she now, was a lawyer. A lawyer, a Harvard lawyer, okay? Okay. Okay. We're not talking about, you Just know. Just any 
community college law degree. <laughs> exactly. We're not talking about that. We're talking about Harvard. She was living in the North Northeast. She grew up in the Northwest. It is hard for me to understand why she were to have endured 15 years of this. Well, he didn't have the money he has now. 15 years ago? I mean, yeah, that's, that's, a little that's, an inter- that's an interesting point. And like I said, people listening, we're talking about empowering victims today. We are not talking about children. It is, But it is important to understand that most people have been have had a bad sexual harassment or assault yeah me too experience me too you know uh, you know the me too yeah. is it happens almost as much to young boys as it does to young girls the target age of vulnerability with children is between 7 and 13 years old one in 5 girls and one in 20 boys are victims of childhood abuse. I believe it is much, much higher on boys, but boys do not tend to become victims. And yes, I am saying there is difference between boys and girls. It is okay to say that. Uh, Men are not gonna be anybody's victim for the most part. You know, being a victim and becoming a perpetual victim are two different things. We are also, not talking about people that are being held in captivity. Right. Okay. We are talking about people that at least have some education, can go home at night, use public transportation, and probably have access to their own bank account. If not, they can at least use transportation to get someplace for help in the case of domestic abuse. Workplace abuse is much different than domestic abuse. You can walk away. You can quit a job. You don't have to be anybody's victim at a wor- at the workplace. You certainly don't have to endure it for 15 years. In Hollywood, with the Weinstein cases, th- this went on for years. It went on for at least four decades. Now, I understand that many of them in the beginning were starving artists. But towards the end, they had millions in their bank accounts, several homes, and, you know, Academy Awards. I mean, they're very powerful people. They can walk in front of a mic and people are listening. You can toast his ass. She could have toasted O'Reilly. So why did they endure it for so long is a good why? question. And and the why? numbers, too. That I mean, six coming forward with Weinstein, really? More like no, 600. Six, oh, well, six is with Bill O'Reilly. Oh, with Bill O'Reilly. Okay. Yeah, six that we know about that were paid off. I don't know whether she was number six or number seven. Now, um, because the others were paid by Fox News. Okay. Why Lease was paid only by him suggests that the, the situation took place mostly outside of work. Right. Or outside of Fox. She was his attorney. She did complain in... I guess the filing with the court, which it ended in settlement, so where she filed really in the end didn't go anywhere. But what she filed was he had also sent her an email, sexually explicit material um, and emails, but these were written by other people and in his email, you know, that people had emailed him. I mean, he's a famous person. Right. You get weird emails. We know that. (laughs) You get weird emails, you know. 
So it, it's a little peculiar how you could complain about that, yeah. in my opinion. So her coming forward last, that, that just sends up some red flags for me. It, it does. It just, it just doesn't make sense that she would have accepted it. She made sexual harassment allegations against him um, in early 2017. So it was early this year. He paid her $32 million. Fox was not a party at all to this. Hmm. I'm reading from the, the court document here. Her allegations and affidavit referred to repeated sexual harassment, a non-consensual sexual relationship. What the heck is that? I mean, is that rape? I mean, why wouldn't you just call it rape yeah. or assault? I don't know what that is. And sexually explicit emails that O'Reilly had sent her. O'Reilly claims that he forwarded these emails to Wheel, who was working as his lawyer. <laughs> and he never wrote those emails? That's the claim. And, in the, of course, as part of the settlement, I'm sure... She, in a, in a final affidavit, and that is not here, claimed that he didn't do it. Okay, so that's, but that's so after confused. You know, that's kind of almost like a gag order. I, I don't know, you know, where you say, if you give me, you know, if you give me the 32 million, then I'll say you didn't do it. Okay, I, I don't put a lot of stock in that. Um, certainly, she had to convince somebody somewhere, especially him. To write a check for $32 million. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot of jack. That is over the top. Like, that is crazy. Million, like, yeah. I'm real curious what was in those emails. Yeah. And if they really were emails like that fans or, you know, like, you really call them fans. What do you call them? Stalkers. Yeah. Stalkers, them, yeah. Yeah. Then... How if she, how could her, his attorney, know. you know, turn that around on him? Exactly. He's the client. Well, I guess it depends what he said in those emails when he forwarded them. Yeah. I mean, whether he made a joke or whatever. And I really think we're getting into some dangerous territory here. Yeah. Okay. Because what can you say and what can you not say? Oh, I mean, who knows how are anymore? we going to be in society? I would just prefer that people learn not to be a victim you know it doesn't mean you're you know take care of it at the moment i i mean i had a crazy situation now this is this is hilarious but it is wrong on so many levels there is a restaurant here in this town he owns a few restaurants he's got some money right yeah so me and my buddy we go is also after I've had that avian flu, right? Right. You know, this is my first time out after I had that. This was two or three years ago. So we go to a bar to have dinner. We sat actually at the bar, you know. We often do that just to chat with whoever's at the bar, you know. Yeah. It's fun. So anyway, the guy's brother waited on us and ended up buying dinner, right? Right. So I say thanks at the end, you know, give him a hug. And later on, he finds me on Facebook and he is totally inappropriate and wants to have a threesome. Oh, okay. Now, 
Where do I, you know, I just cut him off, which if you knew how ironic that is with the two of us, I mean, that's just, that's just so funny. It's, it's cute almost. But the point is, I could have went to the restaurant here who does have some money and sued because this was totally inappropriate. He totally stalked me to find out how to get a hold of me and, and then said many inappropriate things. Hmm. But you know what? I just cut him off. First of all, I started asking him questions about why he would want to do something like that. You start asking him questions, and they know it to a certain extent that things aren't okay in their head. Okay, yeah, it's going south. <laughs> like you set their ass on fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I took care of it. Chopped you it know? off at the knees. Yeah, I mean, no one don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, but. You have to empower yourself. And I don't think that telling our little girls that playing with Barbie dolls is bad and that being a woman is bad is the answer. I don't think that is. I think you should be proud to be a woman. You should be empowered. Yes, I agree. You don't need it. Sometimes bad things happen to people. Bad things even happen to good people. We know that. We are victims at times. But to continue... To be a victim when you don't have to be, you're making a choice, you know, because if you are choosing money all the time over pride and not being a victim, then you need to take a look at yourself. Yeah. And you know? I only hope that someday all of society backs that empowerment. So when somebody does step forward that we don't go defending somebody like Weinstein, well, it's part of the business and shrugging it off. Exactly. But it, it, these are the same people, and I know you hate it when I say this, but I have to say it anyway. These are the same people that brutalized women that didn't vote for Hillary because it wasn't the right female thing to do. You know, that we were controlled by men. These people, we find out some almost a year later, these people were more controlled by men than any of us here in the Midwest, controlled by men and money. Let me tell you a little bit about what people make that make choices to walk off of jobs. Lower middle class right now is thirty five dollars to $75,000, okay? They don't probably walk on the air for that little of money. Right. Okay, the middle class is 100000 plus. These people have millions of dollars, the average income in the United States is $51,939. I know people all day long that have walked off of jobs because of the way they were treated, because they were in charge of their own lives. And people are getting sick and tired of it. These people are two-faced. They are projecting onto us something that's happening to them. You know, there were comments about people, you know, not on the coastlines. The coastal elite were claiming that the people that voted against Hillary were watching HTV and Fox News and listening to what the strong, powerful men in their lives were telling them. Okay, these are the same people that apparently kept the idea of Weinstein and others a secret for money. Right. They put up and became victims. You don't have to be anybody's victim. So, in the end, people are retaliating now. 
we are abandoning football. We are not going to movies. And, you, you know, these statistics are out there. And we sure as hell are not looking to the likes of so-called coastal elites for our politics. Nearly 50% of us have quit trusting mainstream media. And I heard a giant bashing yesterday about people like us doing um, opinion blogs and opinion podcasts. People yeah, like us are starting horrible. to scare them. We're yeah, but we're t- starting to scare them at the... People want to listen to something real. They don't, they don't want to fabricate a story. They want to talk about it, the news and dissect it and try to find a, a shred of truth in it. They want to be empowered with the news themselves. I think a lot of people are, are realizing that a lot of what they are getting in mainstream media is just propaganda, basically. Absolutely. It's, it's to get all the masses of people to start thinking in in one fashion and that's exactly what they want to do yeah Stop i mean people for thinking you know exactly rachel Merdow on these four men that were killed in niger she fabricated the story about exxon and tillerson and Chad and the, the ban on um, travel and Trump, and she lumped it all together and made a story. Even the Huff Post said it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Now, when the Huff Post does not stand behind some, a left winger like Rachel Maradell, you know this is a crazy story. Yeah. I mean, I can take a bunch of players and just make up my own story. You know, it's not that hard. Right. It's unethical. Oh, totally. Totally. That's not opinion. Opinion is you take a fact and you you base an opinion on it. Right. That's what we do here. You know, I have laid out on my table and you do too a bunch of facts. And we just talk about what we think about those facts. Right. We don't fabricate some wild story. I mean, if you want to do that, write mysteries. Yeah. It's fiction. That is fiction. Right. I also believe that opinion should be separated from actual news because a lot of people will read what they think is a news article and believe it as fact. And yes. In, in all actuality, it's a, an opinion article. Well, and you have got to be, you know, forthright about that. You know, it's just like us. We This is opinion. We yes. throw We throw facts out there. When we're throwing facts out there, we say they're facts. Yeah, just search opinion on the rightleftchronicles.com and you'll figure out really quick. It's all opinion because we've got opinion everywhere. Right. And that's what we certainly do have as opinion. Yes. And, you know, we haven't really even mentioned that, but in Canada, sexual harassment, sexual assault, pedophilia is much lower than it is in the United States. Do you know why? Uh, probably because of just the population. I mean, we, we struggle with the same stuff, um, you know, the same problems for sure. Right. There's not the suing aspect that goes on. You come forward and you tell your story and then there's usually some criminal charges and you're not getting a check for $32 million. <laughs> yeah, that's totally American made, isn't it? Yeah. So, you know, when you remove that element out of it, I think uh, that's a big motivation in in the U.S. for somebody to 
supremacy. Go and, after well, the and money I'm wondering if it does if that empowers you. Okay, you're not going to get any money. And and believe me, I kind of think if you're harassed, you should probably get some money. I don't think you should sit there for 15 years and let it fester. Okay, there's a difference, you know. But at what point, and and I'm almost afraid to say it, do you become a party to it because you let it go on so long? Right. And how many victims are there between the first, um, you know, the first incident and the last one when the person came forward? How many other victims are there in between that may right. have been prevented from being one of the Me Too? Well, yeah. And if you do what Gretchen Carlson did and you, you come out and you endured it for some 10 years and then you come out when they're getting ready to can you and sue and say, I did it for women everywhere. The hell you did. If you're doing it for women everywhere, you're not letting them get by a second time. Yeah. You cut it Good off point. the first time. Good point. Otherwise, do not come out because I'm just going to barf. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous to let it go on for years and years while you're making millions of dollars and then sue for $20 million, $32 million, $13 million. All these numbers are coming out. Um, you know, on O'Reilly, Weinstein apparently doesn't have a dime left, hmm. which nobody's going to get anything out of him. But if you go on, but certainly he made, he helped a lot of people make money. Right. You know? Um, they certainly could have uh, walked, but you just don't let it happen a second time. You take care of it first time. I understand the intimidation factor, though. I mean, like O'Reilly, Weinstein, and others, and there's, I'm sure there's a heck of a lot more of them out there. The power and the money and everything that, you know, political friends, uh, it, I, it's intimidating. You know, I do understand that. I, I understand it to a certain extent if you're the hairdresser or the makeup person. If you are on-air talent, you know, if you can fall back on a another career, lucrative career, you, you've got, you know, you're, you're an author, you're a professor, you've got a, a Harvard Law degree. I, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand it. Yeah. Because you have to be stronger than that at some point you just cannot keep being the victim now in, in the case of Lise wheel i saw and heard inappropriate things that um don imus said to her on the air i mean if you want to call him inappropriate it, he's a shock jock right but is she going to turn around and sue him oh probably i mean they he they had a segment called blonde and blonde with his wife and her and they would ask her about her dates they would ask her i mean there was all sorts of really suggestive he would ask inappropriate questions and so but that was the theme of the show wasn't it well it was the theme of. of the show but okay i mean where does it start and where does, does it, it stop? stop yes there's no easy answer it's kind well of and all it's in the hard gray... the same if you go to the missouri department um, no excuse me the United States Department of Labor, and you read some case studies about illegal and probably legal immigrants that are working on farms in California, and what some of those, I don't know, whatever you call the guy that manages the farm workers is called, the foreman, what they do to some of those women in the office, and they don't really have a choice, okay? They will starve. 
they can't, they don't qualify for some social services. Right. So they don't okay. have those choices. They can't, they do not have those choices. They do not have enough money in the bank to walk. They don't have an education to fall back on. They've got children. Um, in some places, they have been impregnated by this, by this foreman. <laughs> so they got his kids. Wow. Okay. It's a very ugly situation. And this to me demeans them. Those kind of women that don't have a choice or children that do not have a choice. I worked with children. I worked with sexually abused children. It is horrible and they have no place to go. So when the people that have some place to go don't, it really makes me angry. I have seen little kids that think that's how you please adults, little four and five-year-olds. It's despicable. And so for a grown-up that could walk and take it in their own hands, by God, they need to do it. Right. They need to do it for all the people that can't do it. Yeah. As hard it is, as it is, you have to come forward. You got to empower yourself to do it. And we as standby people, an audience to them, we got to support them. Yeah. Well, you know what my daddy used to say? He said, you me once, it's your fault. You me twice, I'm an idiot. You screwed me three times. It's my fault. Right. And I think he wouldn't really talk about, you know, he was, that was a bleep. Okay. Yeah. I think it, I think it's fool me. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> fool me. Okay. Ah, who knows what daddy said. I yeah. think he said the other thing, but you know, <laughs> it, it's just sad and it, it does, it strikes a chord with me. And I wrote an article on this before I did tone it back, but I, I have seen what it does to children and it never goes away right. because when it happens to a person as a child, they have to have a lot of therapy and a lot of help to be able to look at that situation as an adult because they always look at it throughout their whole life as a child. That means they remain a victim. You remain a victim until you look at it like an adult. Right. So when these adults with money, with education, don't turn it around on the perpetrator, it really makes me think about these children and these women that are basically in a sort of captivity. There are also women that are being kept in a captivity and a marriage right. for fear that their children will be harmed or that they won't have the money to feed their children. Yeah. They're basically blackmailed. They're not only abused, they're blackmailed. Yes. And 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 they don't oftentimes have a job, money, education. They they simply do not have the means to break out of the victimhood. Right. Now, in um our town, we have a place called Harmony House. It has been newly revitalized. A new building has been built. You know why? Because there is a 70% rise in domestic abuse in this town in the past five years. Wow. Uh, because of the lack of good paying Job. blue collar jobs. Hmm. Um, it's There's a, a definite correlation. So, you know, it's it's very, very sad. Yeah. Well, I agree with you there. So we have to say, hashtag nobody's victim. Don't be anybody's victim. You right. know, once you're a victim, you flip it around. Empower yourself. Exactly. And, exactly. And as a third party, those are your friends and family. 
So we need to give them support? Yes, we do. No and a questions. place to stay. Yeah, no questions. You know, a yeah. safety net. Yes. Yeah. We can all do things better. That's great. And yeah. as you say, we agree on that. Yes, we do. I do. I, I, and I can see your work with kids. I can see why you have such a strong opinion on this. I do. And it doesn't necessarily fall down the correct party line. Right. I do. But we don't always agree, but life's a journey and we're all in this together. We need to remember that. Yes. So thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to real victims. And Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace. Thanks for listening, everybody. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.